This is Cinema Red Pill, where we talk all things movies. I'm your host, Sharon, here with my friend, Timothy. Introduce yourself, Timothy. Uh, called Timothy. I won't elaborate on my other name, but uh, I'm a filmmaker, writer by day, and I'm an apologist for bad films at night. So <laughs> All the time. All mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> okay, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the Uganda Film Festival. I hope... Any Ugandan listening out there, at least know it exists. It's an initiative for UCC, Uganda Communications Commission. They take a week showing Ugandan films. Then there's an award ceremony on the last day of the week where they reward a category of filmmakers. So it happened last week from the 22nd of August to the 25th. They showed the movies at all the cinemas here in Uganda. Then an award ceremony happened on the 26th. Uh, we'll just try to discuss some of the films we saw, what happened, our thoughts on the industry. Tim is actually a filmmaker and knows a lot of people in the industry. I know a few too. So it's going to be a general discussion on everything. Uh, so let me start by saying, by actually making a disclaimer. There were many films showing. And personally, while when I went to start out on seeing the films, I had none on my radar whatsoever. When I looked at the at all the films that were nominated, I actually had no idea about any of them. And uh, I just went by what time of the day I had to see the films. But according to the award ceremony happened on Friday and Freedom by which a film by Mulindwa Richard won five categories. Film of the Year, Stroke Best Director, Best Feature Film, Best Cin- Cinematography, Best Editing, Best Costume and Production Design. And with that, he won over 30 million in prize money. But unfortunately, I didn't get to see that movie, so it will not be one of the films we talk about. But between us, we saw quite a few, so we'll discuss those. And as soon as we see Freedom, we'll definitely dedicate a whole podcast to it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So maybe let's start with the films we liked, which were also part of it. I want to start with the <laughs> the film that won best short film. It's Jinxed by Gary and Married Mugisha. Phil, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, talk about that one. You know a lot about that movie, so mm-hmm. give yeah. us some details. Yeah, Gary is actually my friend, so I'll refrain from <laughs> praising it too much because I'll seem biased. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Jinx has been making the rounds, like uh, the festival circuit, won an award at uh, the Amakula Film Festival. And it was shown at the Kampai International Film Festival organized by um, one Moses Serugo, where yeah. it also got That's a very good response from the audience. Yeah, and <laughs> the other film, which won Best Student Film, is by another friend of mine, because at least two guys are um, I'm in film school with them. Uh, Brian Kalyasu, when I scored The Touch. Okay. Which is uh, it's bas- it's kind of surreal. It's basically about this guy who's asleep and is having all these strange dreams, and there's all this vivid imagery of like snakes and what. Before it ends with, let me not spoil, but that's you. You get the point then. Yeah, but these films were good, and it's good to see people in uh, the one I'd call legit film school in Uganda actually winning awards. You They're don't f- have to be biased. By yeah, the film I know, I know, in. I know, I know, but. Facts are facts, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they have results show. So, those two films were good. Jinxed uh, was funded by the Maisha Film Program, which is run by international film director Mira who who's currently working on promoting uh, Queen of Katwe, 
mm. which comes out I think next month oh, or yeah. the month after that. We have to see yeah. that ASAP and review uh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was there for that lab and the script was very very good. It was very fresh original at least by Ugandan standards. And when it went got made, the audience reacted well to it and it ended up with it it ended up winning an award at the UCC festival and prize money of 5 million and about hit that gap for alone so if he's hearing this he knows <laughs> <laughs> yeah hope to see this him all these guys make a future film yeah. because i think we lack that yeah. more than anything and they have to keep the momentum going you can't win one award and like relax and feel accomplished you have to keep going and build on that momentum and that publicity mm. to actually promote films if you're already doing something good in short form mm-hmm. then you can definitely expand that and do something better in the longer feature form okay mm. okay i also saw jinx and i liked it i like the lead actress especially who also won an award for was she what did she win it for jinxed no she i think she went for a different film but she, she was in no, the only no, son had, also no but she had a very good deal i've seen her in a few ads on tv ah she has been in films yeah she's called she's nisha kalema and yeah, she won three mil for that. Yeah. Gary won five M. So the yeah. winners actually get some prize money, yeah, which is good. It's very encouraging. At least for the film industry, people mm. are getting some sort of, I don't know, reimbursement for the all the hard work they put in. Because first of all, the audiences aren't that big. Mm. It's usually people who are actually into film, Ghana film especially, who get to see these films. Yeah. Well, but, oh, we have but, to talk about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's very encouraging to see these people getting such awards and getting prize money out of what they do for a living yeah it's really cool but um let me first draw some criticism on the film festival itself at the time the movies show is very inconvenient because they show from tuesday to thursday in a timeline between 12 to about three which is work hours i had to take leave from my day job Mm -hmm. to actually see these movies very inconvenient. In the last film fest, we only got to see one movie, which was not bad. Bala Bala Sese. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Uh, but this time, at least I got to see some. But I could only pick on particular hours that... And I could only see on Wednesday and Thursday, which was not too convenient. But uh, let's talk about the one movie we saw, the two of us. Mm-hmm. Wako. Mm-hmm. So Wako got... It was released last year, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it had been around for a it while. It had been around for a while. Last release, year, yeah. I, I was writing about yeah. it on the website for from last year. Yeah. They marketed it a whole, a big, yeah. a ton. Yeah. Personally, I wasn't very intrigued by the story because like, it looked too sentimental, having a disease around it. Yeah. You Sometimes you, the way you maybe see a film, like even when you look at something like Faulty Nasters, you're like, ugh, they're going to throw cancer down my mm, throat. Melodrama and, and all that. Yeah, too melodramatic. Mm. But it wasn't so bad, considering the other two I'd seen were really not nice <laughs> movies. <laughs> which was, which was I saw Freedom. Uh, and, uh, ha, sorry, I didn't pick the people who did the film. Freedom and uh, The Protector. Uh, yeah. They were not good. But, but anyway, let's first talk about Wako, mm. which was the better of the of three the that I saw. Then Freedom win. Freedom is one. No, one? I said Freedom. No, yeah. I watched Dream America and The Protector, yeah, not Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Just have Freedom in my mind because mm. of it winning mm. so much. Yeah. Uh, so Wako by Ziwa Aaron alone. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thoughts? Did you did it move for you? Were you one thing? Didn't you? Didn't it lose you at some point? The middle is a bit slow. 
Yeah, it is. But the thing which actually, I think actually helped it get the publicity it got was the the way they used, like, you know, most Ugandan films, as I said, there's a disease tied to it and all that. Mm-hmm. This one was actually done in a very, it had like genre, it had like an identity to it. Mm. Where it had this whole gangster crime thing to it. I know. We yeah, should so. give the people a basis on what the film is actually about. Please do. So, Wako is about a guy who comes out of prison and finds that his sister has cervical cancer. So, it's going to cost him 15 million to for the treatment. And he was in prison. He went to prison because he was caught stealing. And now he's got to find ways, quick ways to get that 15 mil. So, it's a story on how he does everything he can to get that money. I I I, I kind of liked the guy. I bought his story in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he was selling very me. Com- it's yeah. very relatable, compelling. Guys. Yeah, you could see maybe there must be some guys like that. And them showing that it's like thieves. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, most the the best thing I like about movies is showing a world you'd never end up in, yeah. which you're very oblivious about, and it gives you an idea on what it is like. Mm-hmm. Although it's an exaggerated yeah. form, yeah. but it was it was good. I liked it. No, as I said earlier, again, I just liked because you know most films usually if they have like something social they're trying to point out like say now thieves trying to look for money to mm. actually help someone mm. kind of like they're doing bad for a good cause thing mm-hmm. usually it's very you know okay again we say there was melodrama and all that but then these guys actually try to gear it in an in, like they try to make it entertaining mm. by bringing the whole thing of like i saw there's a lot of you saw there were guns, there were fights, too and all many that. guns. Yeah, there were too fights. Too many guns. There are that many guns. <laughs> I know, I don't know. I don't know if there are that many actually hey. in circulation in Uganda, but I you never know. know. It's never about, know. As That's you say, the, the world you don't know. Yes. You don't really know about. <laughs> yeah, so I actually like that whole. I like the concept. Like they tried to bring it out in an interesting way of making like you know those films we saw like in the, about AIDS. You know where they show people suffering and yes. oh, it's this. Let's try to put some and in, and some entertainment into it. Mm-hmm. in the story it's entertaining okay the aim is entertainment but there's a very serious social issue underlying all that underlying yeah, yeah. oh i wanted to ask you something that i had the major in all the movies i saw mm. that punch sound effect why can't it sound like a okay <laughs> it sounds like donald duck's punch in the old cartoons so since you're in the film industry the hell can't we get a good punch sound it's distracting it's terrible no i think it's because you know you said the one uh what one for best sound eh? it won for best which, sound which is shocking because yeah and it's weird because you know most films in uganda usually focus on things like okay there's the acting yes. and then they focus on getting like a very good camera to get the kind of image they want mm-hmm. but they forget other things like you know sound which is very 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 important in film no. like you can't watch a movie with bad sound if the you sound can't. is bad you to lose you at some point mm. yeah so i don't know maybe the punch effect was i don't know how to explain it because in my own in my line i don't know if i'll be making a lot of films <laughs> which are very violent but you wonder yeah to one punch. day i'll need to one day i'll need to but then it goes down back to the the guys doing the sound because most of these guys they're very first of all they're very few guys in the industry doing sound most guys want to be directors, yeah. actors, you know, jacks camera jack guys, of all yeah, jack of all trades, yeah. editors, and they don't really care about sound. It, it's, and even actually for guys who are aspiring filmmakers, sound is actually 
one of the channels where you can actually get into the film industry and actually make good money because there are very few people. If you can actually perfect that, you'd actually get very good you'd actually find work in the industry. I know. Now, yeah. from my own day job mm. experience, we do sounds for the games mm. and that's, I have heard that even from <laughs> free sounds, mm. that's the exact sound they were using. Mm. It's so cheapskate a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that someone finds a better way to do the sound. And the thing is, they had so many fight scenes. Yeah. So I had a problem with the punch and the dialogue. It was a bit slow. A thing I've seen with most of the Ugandan films is they make people complete their sentences. Yeah. They, like, no, they talk the plot. They talk the plot. You will see it's completely mm. scripted. He'll come and say, but Wako, mm. where is your sister? Yeah. Like, it's so complete. Yeah. It's unnatural. It makes yeah. many scenes so unnatural. Yeah, and you know film is more about showing, not telling. Like, it's ah, supposed to show the audience tell and tell what's and tell happening, and tell. but most people ah. just talk through it to <laughs> kind of let you know what's happening in the movie without actually showing you what's happening. Yeah, so yeah. that's something that could, that could actually be worked on in the coming years i'm sure in a few years seeing us already now trying to make quality work mm. eventually we'll get to the level whereby we're like yeah this is standard stuff okay but it was the better movie of the three now i have to talk about the other two i watched one which was the protector mm-hmm. which was pure nigerian movie it was just a <laughs> i think it seemed directly inspired by a nigerian movie and the premise of the film is like pretty woman mm. because actually i had to tell you about this the beginning scene mm. was a dick joke which was actually funny don't know. i know it was actually please, please, please. i don't want to retell it but yeah. it was actually a dick joke so they set up the whole this is a prostitute story mm. and it kind of worked and in comparison to say dream america which seemed like a movie done by an outsider it yeah. was you could tell that it was done by an outsider and it was done by an outsider. But this was a film which was a typical Ugandan movie, but the prostitutes, uh, so one of them ends up, and someone outside ends up falling in love with a prostitute. And HIV comes about, not surprising. Then what killed me is there's a part one and there's a part two. Then at the end of the part one, it ends. I actually wish it had ended, ended at part one because part one was not so bad. Yeah. But part two was painful because now the spirit comes back and starts hitting people. That's true Nigerian movie style uh. of the spirit of someone coming back and making everything right. So basically, part two was the, the spirit making things right. And just, oh, it was not good. I think if it had stopped at part one, I would have been okay with it. Anyway, I'll forget it in no time, but (laughs) it was just not good. But the prostitutes were interesting. It seemed more realistic. And then I I, I think I enjoy about watching what makes them withstandable. What makes them not walk out for me is you enjoy the part of seeing places, you know, and you actually point and say, ah, that's there. Oh, this is Munyonyo. They use that place. And you see how the struggle is real. Oh, the sound was bad. But these movies, I think, are not done for theater. This one must have not been filmed with the whole theater projection in mind because it was even like a a small circle Ah, on the screen. Probably they got the aspect ratio wrong and everything. Ah, Yeah. And it's just like they be playing on VLC. So yeah. You even see when someone moves the mouse or something, yeah, and then yeah. you see the time going yeah. by. But it was not a good movie. The other was Dream America, done by an Indian guy. Sorry, I forgot to search about mm-hmm. whose name, which is mm-hmm. very offensive. Mm-hmm. But yes, 
a story about a guy who has the dream of going to America. A Ugandan Indian. A Ugandan guy okay. who has a literal dream. He wakes up in the morning and has a dream that he needs he wants to go to America. And he comes to his friends, proposes his idea, and his friends get in on the idea of okay, let's go to America. But my uh, it was more like dumb, dumb, and dumb best because the entire <laughs> plot is of them making dumb idea, dumb idea oh, yeah. failing, yeah. dumb idea failing, failing, failing all the way. Then of course it ends with a lesson, yeah. but not quite. It's a bit of an it's not even an ambiguous end, but it was not. It didn't feel real. You see, uh, uh, in comparison to say the protector, they would try to set up a scene and it would be lit in a real bar. This one, mm. would, it would have a scene in, say, the Uganda police. But the only way you're going to know that it's Uganda police is because they have a manila paper yeah, written on Uganda, Uganda police. police. That uh, throws you off completely. Then they, and it's, it's bad. I know, I know. Yeah, now I'm thinking, even people with lower budgets, and this one was a clearer picture. Mm. They actually had... They did a split screen. I'm mm. like, oh, split screen. <laughs> they didn't, they've done a split screen. Yeah. You're like, probably they put effort yeah. in this. But a scene I didn't want to live without telling you about is they had a scene where there was a theft. Mm-hmm. And so thieves come, random, tacked on scene. Zero relevance, mm. but maybe it was relevant. Yeah. And they pulled the Michael Bay. You know how Michael Bay likes doing a circle yeah, round circle shot around, to yeah. make it more dramatic? Yeah. Him, it looked so bad. Wako did it, by the way. <laughs> you do you remember when Wako yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the exact same. It yeah. doesn't come out. I don't know how many cameras they be using, they, but I that scene doesn't look good. Yeah. They both tried it in the same way of trying to make the action scene dramatic. Yeah. It doesn't work. And I think it's because, you know, anyway, uh, with the movies most that I've shown in Uganda, you know, mm. The cinemas focus on the big blockbusters and Michael Bay is a master. I know. He so must be like maybe people get influence from that because even that whole thing, thing of the camera going around the mm. the characters. I think I've seen it in Michael Bay films, but I've liked it only once. It was like yeah. in Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, there Bad Boys. There was Michael. like a, a hold up and <laughs> uh-huh. there was, I think, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence mm-hmm. on one side. Then the other side, there were the bad guys. I think mm-hmm. that's the one time I was like, actually, this thing has actually worked properly for the film, but... You know, people have to again find a reason to to use certain things in their films. Like there's this saying, "Form follows function." You can't just use something because it's cool. Oh. Yeah, it has to actually have a reason. Like even any camera movement has to have importance. So I don't know the context in which they use that, but with you saying you didn't like it, clear it seemed forced. Like it was just it was quite seemed tacky, a gimmick. It, it was, was like funny. A, yeah. the, Dream America was so bad; it was funny sometimes. Mm. I don't know. I, I I didn't I didn't like it very much. But the lead guy I actually saw the lead guy also in Waco. Yeah. I I, I don't know his name. He might even be one of the people who won. <laughs> yeah. I need to keep doing more research yeah. on this. But uh, he seems to be prominent because Moses was telling me I should watch out for the people who are in these movies because uh, they seem to be the big deal around. So yeah. keep an eye on them. Yeah. Maybe there's something. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure they are very good actors. Probably mm-hmm. just need better scripts and probably a better director to tell them what to do, how to do it, and make it come out in a much better way than we've probably seen before. But these guys before. try. I hope I ever yeah. get to review one of the people to see where, where their inspiration comes yeah. from. No, but it's good because actually well, Ugandan movies are getting exposure they have needed for a very long, long time. Oh, but it needs a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. And even audiences have to actually 
tune out of this whole this whole thing they believe that Ugandan films aren't all that. Yeah, probably they're not all that but right too. now. But through mm-hmm. giving people like an audience and encouraging them, like give them response, like you tell them your movie failed on this level and this makes people ah. better. But then if people make these films and they and go out, people <laughs> don't see them, they don't get any feedback, they'll keep making the same old stuff and the industry won't develop. I just look forward to a time I'll watch a Ugandan movie and I recommend it without a doubt because yeah. as every time I see a good movie the f- I just throw it everywhere yeah. I can because I get too many people asking me to give them yeah, movies my, my think but the time I ever have one that I can happily throw around yeah. and show the brilliance I would be but I think, happy. But I think we're actually we've, we've come a long way actually because the Ghana film industry is still a bit a bit young it's very young mm. compared to like now Nigeria yeah there's a period where they made a lot of movies made a lot of money but the movies were terrible yeah. but because of time they have understood that the whole the whole process of filmmaking better and they're making actually some really good movies now if you go out there and check. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to talk about the Dream America walkouts. You know mm. how you have the yeah, first yeah, walkout. Yeah. It was interesting yeah. to witness it first yeah, like time. Like this booze at Cannes or something. Oh God, the guy behind me jeered twice. <laughs> he jeered twice and walked out and that exact same scene that Chica had just mm. walked out. And where what? Eight, like six people in the cinema. Yeah. So it was very weird. And then there's comments where you write the, a comment on what you thought of yeah. the film and their comments were really bad. <laughs> so it's not like we are just you know, yeah, no. being the weird one no yeah. saying something was not so par but it was watchable it was clearer yeah. and like it's yeah. watchable and also it had a lot of those ah this is where that is this is where that is so but, but, I, think, okay. but I think uh, technically you know, filmmakers aren't bad like guys can get you a very good picture people mm-hmm. know how to edit there are some very good sound guys. I know one guy, Moses Boy, actually even worked on Queen of Cut. We had to go to New York to work on the film. So these guys are there. I think maybe the thing we need to work on is maybe story. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stories, sometimes they're very sharp. People don't do their research yeah. into the story worlds. Like, every story takes place in a particular kind of world, be it like a prostitution uh, ring or something. So you have to actually research. and So when you make the movie, write the script, mm-hmm. it's actually... A solid script with a lot of detail on so many levels, not just being this flat thing of people going through the motions, saying their oh, lines. Oh, I know. Yeah. So. Oh, actually, the protector where I've been found it more fascinating. I just walked through. You know, there's a street on Kampala Road, just which has prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. That it's near a bar called yeah, Top Pub. Yeah. I'd never known of that street, and I just walked through neither it. Neither did I. Neither did I. Yeah, please. <laughs> so one one time we were escorting a friend downtown and then we were walking at night and they're like let's pass through the prostitute aisle mm. I was in shock and that movie was basically based on the story of yeah. Chicksubi in that road so it was really quite interesting yeah, yeah so yeah any what are, did you see any other film or I know because yeah. besides uh, the shorts and like Sewako mm-hmm. I also didn't see a lot of those films maybe last year last year i'd seen quite a number of them the house arrests and all that mm. the balabala sisters yeah but then this year i think this year and I, i'm actually impressed with the way they see did their marketing because those ads were all over tv the those one radio ads are all over, yeah. yeah at least they're trying there's that effort you see they're putting in some this effort this was an improvement yeah. things were showing on time there were people on ground, yeah. UCC guys yeah. on ground, who yeah. are caring that you've come to see the film and wanting to know feedback. Yeah. They'd even ask you how to make it better. So yeah, well, that's, that's cool. That's as it's a start. Like 
Like we can't say these the films that are made now are like the end of everything. There's still a long way to go. Movies are going to be made many years after this festival. Mm. So we just have to grade the development we with with each passing year. Like how do we improve as people who are who are into film in Uganda, filmmakers? Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, that's it for today. Um, I'm Sharon. And I'm Timothy. You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. If you have any feedback, please email us at feedback at cinemaredpill.com uh, just stay in movie land and we'll show you how deep the rabbit hole goes thank you <laughs>